0: Hello and welcome to another edition of the Backyard Spin Weekly, where we don't just recap the top action of the week for you, but we also share some backstories on the players and the playmakers so that you have new sports and new athletes that you can follow and become fans of. That's what sports is all about. Now, this week is a bit different. I could not get hold of a co-host and I thought that we have a good thing going. So why don't I just go alone and uh, adapt a uh, format a bit and give you the top five playmakers of the week instead of uh, just the usual three. With, with that out of the way, let's let's go and and see what uh, last week's action had in store for us. As always, we'll start with uh, the playmaker picks. I playmaker is a a community of uh, passionate sports fans uh, who want to go beyond just being fans and contribute, do something in the uh, ever-growing business of sports, especially in India. Uh, to, to check out more, uh, just head out to the playmaker.org and uh, most welcome to become part of this community. Now, uh, as for our Playmaker picks uh, of the week, uh, there are two of them. Uh, one is... Something from the just uh, recently concluded under-21 Euro championships, uh, which Germany won. There are a couple of players that we want to uh, spotlight. Uh, a couple of players who stood out uh, with their performances and uh, other ones that you should watch out in the future. One was Mecha and the other was uh, words I'm, I'm sorry, I'm not uh, used to pronouncing uh, these names, but um, now Mecha is someone who was the who has played under seventeen for England uh, as well, and he uh, shifted to Germany and uh, is is currently uh, playing with Anderlecht uh, club in um, uh, Netherlands, and uh, he he is representing Germany in the uh, uh, under twenty one championships. He emerged as the top scorer. Uh, in in the uh, in the tournament, and he is ha- he, he is someone who has uh, risen through the ranks of the Manchester City youth uh, program, having played with them. So uh, he's someone to look out for the future. The other one, Vortz, uh, is already a sensation. Uh, Florian Vortz is already a sensation at uh, Bayer Leverkusen. Now he is unlucky to not have uh, made into the senior team uh, at Euro this year. But he made the most out of his chances at the under twenty one level. He scored a brace against the Dutch uh, in the uh, in the semi final. Uh, now Leverkusen are some a team that are known for their talent uh, scouting, and uh, in the NRW region, the north uh, northwest region of uh, Germany, the the clubs have a a pact that they won't poach into. Uh, each other's talents. Uh, Leverkusen, of course, have, are are known for uh, their their scouting, having uh, uh, produced uh, legends like uh, uh, Michael Palak and uh, uh, Bobatov and Vidal. Um, so, so, so they they have their own uh, system in place. But uh, this for for this guy, for Florian Woods, uh, they broke that unspoken pact and poached him from the uh, Cologne youth. Uh, team. Uh, Words was someone who who, uh, took Cologne to victory in uh, under-17 Bundesliga. And uh, he's already shining uh, through for uh, Leverkusen. And very, very soon, uh, we will probably see him uh, doing that at the uh, national level as well. Now, I'm someone who is a fake Cologne fan, having spent uh, a a, a summer there, uh, you know, walking along along the Rhine, uh, sipping the Kolsch, uh, be, uh, visiting the stadium where uh, uh, Lucas, Lucas Podolsky at that point of time was still playing. So, uh, I, I feel a bit bad for them, but never mind. I'll, I'll live through that and uh, uh, I'll look for these young talents to, uh, as should you, look for these young talents to break through uh, at, the, at the senior level. The other pick is, uh, the other playmaker pick is uh, uh, Devin Booker, who uh, emphatically shut down uh, any hopes of uh, the Lakers uh, come back and uh, uh, going through the ne- to the next round. So he scored an explosive 47 points in uh, game six uh, against the Lakers and uh, uh, took his team to uh, the next round the conference uh, uh, semis. Uh, that also meant that uh, LeBron James had to bow out of round one uh, for the first time in what 17, 18 uh, years. Uh, and of course, defend- they are the defending champions, uh, uh, Braun and uh, AD. and uh, they they also uh, attracted even more uh, hatred from uh, from the community uh, because they they sort of pulled out uh, of of the Olympics and uh, uh, passed out on the chance uh, for the dream team uh, redux. Uh, Braun added even more fuel to the fire by. Uh, putting out remarks like he would uh, play for the uh, uh, tunes uh, this summer rather than the dream team which of course is uh, referring to the uh, the the uh, space jam 2 movie that is uh, uh, coming out so uh, I, I think he has he has got to do something to uh, placate the fans that clearly, uh, he's, he's uh, losing out of. Anyway, so this this was the uh, playmaker picks. Now, before we move into uh, the top five that I have uh, ready for you this week, uh, let us just see one of the bench picks uh, that I had, the, the player who could not make it to the top five. And this is the tragic hero, Luka uh, uh, Doncic, right? So, uh, he, he is one man who stood tall, Uh, Amongst the ruins for uh, for the Mavericks, Uh, his uh, he 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 was injured in Game Four. He had he was suffering a um, a neck injury. He came back in uh, Game Five with forty two points and uh, uh, you know took Mavericks to just a game from uh, beating another LA team. Uh, But uh, uh, and and he he in fact uh, did really well in Game Seven as well, scoring. Uh, 47 points, uh, but uh, his efforts were in uh, were were in vain, and uh, we'll will have we'll hear more from that uh, uh, later. But uh, uh, we we at least hope to see Doncic playing for Slovenia uh, in the uh, in the Olympics, uh, uh, even if we don't see um, uh, Braun and Ad being part of the dream team. Right. So that sets up for the top five of the week. Uh, this week. So let us move into the top five playmakers of the week. Uh, at number five, I have Ethan Horvath. Uh, now, Ethan Horvath uh, is, uh, it, it was the reserve goalkeeper for US uh, in the CONCACAF wo- of, uh, finals between uh, US and Mexico. Uh, it was a crazy match. It was a mad match with, with the, uh, you know, uh, probably all the U S Mexico matches end up being like this, but, uh, a really, uh, passionate and, uh, uh, over-involved, uh, crowd that threw projectiles on the pitch, uh, probably poor refereeing decisions. They were skirmishes on the ground itself. Uh, so, so it was as, uh, as involved as crazy as as uh, you can think of right so uh, uh, of course we uh, we know about pulisic uh, who who just who fresh from winning the uh, uefa champions league with uh, chelsea he came in here and scored the uh, winner in uh, extra time in a high charged uh, uh, atmosphere to you know, win it 3-2 for the uh, us but uh, but for me uh, ethan horwitz uh, uh, save uh, stood out. Uh, now, I, I'll take a slight detour before I come to his safe. Uh, I'm reading this book called uh, The Miracle of Castel de Sangro. Uh, and if you're a football fan, you should read it too. This book is a first-person account uh, of the American writer Joe McGuinness, uh, who, who first became uh, smitten by uh, 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 soccer, as he called it then, and then obsessed about it. Uh, after seeing the 1994 uh, uh, FIFA World Cup that was held in the US. Uh, he took a particular liking for the Azzurri, the Italian national team, and uh, he, he writes about uh, how Baggio's miss uh, haunted him for a, a long time, as it uh, as it did uh, about 9-10 uh, year old um, uh, uh, kids of my age at uh, that point of time. Now, uh, he, he becomes so much involved in uh, uh, and so much obsessed about football that uh, a year later, when he discovers that uh, uh, the, the story of a really, really small club uh, in a nondescript part of uh, uh, Italy, a town of just 5000 uh, people that defied odds to rise about five, six levels uh, uh, in, the, uh, in the tiers of uh, the, uh, the, the Italian uh, league structure. Uh, they they rose from the sixth tier to go to Serie B, which is just one level below uh, uh, Syria. Uh, and all of that f- followed. Of course, it was a uh, it was a series of moments and a series of things that happened. But but uh, uh, there was there was one moment that was uh, critical, and I won't tell you too much about it because I really want to uh, want you folks to uh, uh, to read that book, and I won't spoil it. Uh, for you. Uh, I, I won't divulge more. It's, it's, a, it's a really uh, hilarious and, and a first-person account of what uh, madness in football uh, looks like. But, but th- that miracle moment uh, has some striking resemblance to what, uh, what Horvath did in that uh, match. It's of course nowhere as dramatic as as the story that I've just uh, narrated, but there were shades of that moment. So he came in in the 68th minute because uh, because of an injury to the uh, first team goalkeeper, and then in the extra time he saved a penalty kick from uh, um, uh, Mexico's uh, captain, so that uh, to to preserve the lead uh, that that Pulisic had had given and uh, uh, set up an epic victory so it 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 was it was you should you should probably watch the uh, youtube highlights to see how crazy it was but uh, uh, Horwith is my number 5 uh, on the list right let us see how how the story unfolds in the future is it as crazy as the book that i just mentioned to you um, now let's move on to number 4 uh, on my list uh, for the week uh, this is with the Olympic season, you know, right around the corner, and again, uh, we have touched upon this in our previous episodes. I really hope, uh, irrespective of whatever logistical issues are there, that the Olympic uh, happens. Uh, Sifan Hassan uh, broke a five-year-old world record uh, in the ten thousand uh, uh, meters uh, event uh, in uh, in a event in uh, uh, Holland. Now she's an Ethiopian-born uh, uh, Dutch. A, a, a citizen uh she moved from it's a it's a good, good heartwarming uh, story of uh, a, a refugee fleeing uh, as a 15 16 year old fleeing from ethiopia and then becoming a, a dutch dutch, uh, dutch citizen and uh, uh, discovering the joy of uh, uh, running and becoming really good at it um she now uh, owns the world record for uh, uh, for the for the mile for five uh, uh, kilometer, uh, and she's also the world champion in fifteen hundred meters and uh, ten thousand meters. Um, she, she, you know, as it happens with a lot of runners, she isn't devoid with uh, devoid of controversy. So uh, her coach in in two thousand nineteen in in the Doha uh, championship, uh, she became the first runner to. Uh, win the 1500 meters and the uh, 10,000 meters at a world championships. Uh, Now she did it days after, just a few days after uh, Alberto Salazar, who was her coach, uh, who was, uh, he was banned for four years in the US uh, in the anti doping case. Uh, Now she was, uh, 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 Hassan was vehement that uh, she had nothing to uh, do with that, uh, that she was a clean uh, athlete and uh, she also sort of pointed out that she was Uh, uh, top of the rankings in the junior championship in 2014-15, a couple of years before she uh, went to Salazar's um, uh, Nike Oregon project. So we we just hope for the uh, sake of, uh, uh, you know, already uh, there are a lot of uh, stories that come up around uh, uh, doping and Olympics. So we just hope for the sake of it, that uh, she is, uh, she is one of those uh, folks who, who, did it on our own accord and uh, uh, we'll certainly be on the lookout uh, uh, for this event in the Olympics. Right, So that rounds up my number four pick of the week. For number three, we move from the uh, uh, crazy chanting of uh, the Mexico-US uh, game uh, from the passionate and overflowing stands there to a more quiet and more gentlemanly uh, applause that uh, Devon Conway uh, of uh, the the Kiwi batter got uh, uh, got got last week for uh, scoring a double century on debut. Uh, by doing that, he broke a 125-year record, incidentally held by our own Ranjit Singhji for uh, uh, for scoring the highest uh, number of runs on debut in uh, in England. Right. Uh, but what was more interesting was his backstory. So he he is someone who is. Uh, uh, of South African origin, he uh, about four or five years ago he was a struggling South African uh, uh, domestic cricketer, and in a in a random moment of uh, uh, you know it, it's it's just one of those things that you uh, if it falls into place it's very tough to believe it, but uh, he mentions that. He was just playing golf with his uh, partner, and he suggested that uh, why don't we move to New Zealand? And her, his partner said that if you're serious about it, let's just forget about everything else and uh, just move there and have a fresh start. And that's what he did. So he could have he could be a coal pack player. He has been playing in England for a, a few seasons, so he could choose to go to England. But he decided to go to uh, New Zealand. He sold his uh, property near the Kruger National Park. Uh, he was, you know, doing well in terms of. Uh, being settled there, he sold sold off everything, uh, property, car and uh, uh, everything that he couldn't uh, bring over to New Zealand and just closed the South African chapter and uh, started afresh uh, in, in New Zealand. He got a few coaching gigs there, coaching 11, year, uh, 11 years old. He rose through the ranks of uh, uh, domestic uh, uh, cricket and... Uh, you know as fans we are really happy to see this story play out uh, in the way it did and uh, we are looking forward to uh, seeing him in action in the in the next test which uh, which which will happen this week and of course in the in the coming future as well so that was my number 3 uh, uh, pick of the week uh, let's move on to number 2 pick of the week uh, uh, for me uh, this is the legendary uh, record breaking uh, uh, Shelly and Fraser Price, who uh, became the second fastest uh, 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 woman this week with uh, with a uh, timing of ten point six three. Now, uh, isn't that interesting? We just uh, how and how's that for symmetry? We just saw ten point six three in Shifan uh, Hassan's case when she shaved off uh, that time of the existing world record, and here is uh, uh, Fraser Price throwing it uh, in in. Uh, setting that uh, record for the second fastest time in uh, uh, in 100 meters now uh, this Jamaican uh, sprint uh, star uh, who is now 34 year old is is no stranger to uh, setting the, the world alight right so we know that she she is a uh, she she is a repeat uh, gold medalist winning it in 2008. Uh, in Beijing and then becoming the first woman to defend it in 2012 London and then coming out of injury and uh, uh, bagging the bronze medal in, in Rio. So uh, it, it, it we are really looking forward to seeing whether she can go one better and uh, break uh, Flojo, Florent uh, uh, Griffith Joyner's uh, long-standing record in the 1988 Seoul Olympics, uh, where she clocked 10.49. Uh, uh, some say that it was under dubious circumstances, but we'll never know. Uh, so we we really hope that uh, Fraser Price uh, puts puts that in uh, uh, puts that in her bag and uh, takes back another uh, uh, record beating Flojo. So. Uh, with with uh, the number two pick out of the way, let's move on to uh, the number one pick of the week, the the final pick, the shining star of the week, uh, and it is none other than Kawhi Leonard, the bold man Kawhi Leonard. Uh, come at the R, come at bold man. That's the that's the motto for this this week. He brought in his A game when it mattered the most. So he he is someone who is. Uh, who who, who has shown that he can shine at the clutch uh, moments? Uh, it started with his uh, uh, epic performance in Game Six. That was that was really amazing uh, to watch against the Mavericks, against uh, a resurgent uh, and uh, lone warrior, Luka Doncic, that we just uh, discussed in our bench picks. Uh, in in Game Six, uh, he uh, uh, he he sort of brought in. Uh, you know, he, he, he hit 70% of, of his shots. He scored 47, uh, 45 points. And the only other players to have done that uh, are James, uh, Jamal Murray and Will Chamberlain. So he, he is in great company in terms of uh, leading the team to uh, victory at, at these uh, uh, clutch moments. And uh, just like he did in Game 6. Uh, he 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 led the score in Game uh, Seven as well, and uh, for for once, the home team did win a game. So in that series, all the all the games that have that had happened uh, uh, thus far, uh, only the visiting team uh, ended up winning it. So uh, uh, Leonard broke that uh, streak. He spearheaded the Clippers on both ends of the floor. So he led the team with uh, 28 points. Uh, uh 10 10 of 15 shooting he had 10 rebounds nine assists four steals one blow, block and it was a showcase uh two way performance um, this of course eclipsed uh luka doncic 46 uh, uh, points uh, uh because he didn't have support from his teammates which uh the bold man uh, uh, did have uh, and uh, uh the matchup uh, so so they now face uh the regular season, Western Conference leaders, uh, youth, uh, Jazz uh, in the Conference Centre. So, that matchup is really an interesting one. Uh, Leonard and co. against uh, Donovan Mitchell and co. And uh, we are re- really looking forward to seeing that. So, that wraps up our top five players and playmakers of the week. Do let us know uh, uh, what what your top picks uh, have been. Uh, and if you agree with us, if not, what, what, what do you think should have been the uh, topic of the week, and uh, we will leave you with the parting shot uh, uh, of of this week's action. Right, so uh, if you watch the Formula One uh, at a race at Baku this weekend, uh, you ca- you will recall how bizarre uh, it was. It was uh, one of the most uh, uh, one one of the recent uh, races that absolutely did not go as per script. Uh, and it was heartbreaking, especially if if you are a Max uh, Verstappen fan or a Red Bull fan, uh, because he was leading comfortably with with just three laps to go, uh, and uh, being the current championship leader, he had all he seemed to have it all wrapped up. Uh, but then suddenly, out of the blue, on a straight, he 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 crashed, and we uh, later. Uh, came to know that it was owing to some uh, uh, tire issues and no wonder that uh, he was angry and was kicking the tires um, uh, after that happened. Now, then the safety car was called and uh, there were talks whether the race will be resumed or or not. But the race was resumed and uh, uh, a three lap shootout uh, uh, ensued after that. And uh, uh, it, it was all set on a platter for lewis hamilton if he could score uh, a, a a podium position or even even a win uh, he would uh, uh, edge out verstappen in, in in the he would edge out max in the uh, uh, championship points uh, tally but uh, another bizarre thing another amazing thing happened that uh, uh, hamilton crashed out on the restart because of a rare mistake that he made and he went back to uh, the 15th place uh, on the grid and, uh, uh, three names that you don't hear on a uh, podium often these days, uh, Perez, Vettel and Gasly, they, they took the one, two, three positions and, uh, our parting shot is, uh, Max recounting the madness as he lay on the, uh, the bed for his medical checkup. So, uh, so he was laying, he says that I was laying on that bed. They were checking my blood pressure and suddenly my phone was vibrating because, Uh, I thought, what's going on? Because I could hear the cars, uh, uh, he he said to the F1, uh, Sky F1 interviewers. And then he said that, then I was done and I was allowed to leave and saw my phone that Lewis had a problem on turn one. My blood pressure, even with that text message was absolutely fine. So uh, he had a bit of uh, fun uh, with, uh, you know, he... It it was a topsy-turvy day for him in the sense that, of course, he was disappointed that he crashed out. But then later, when he realized that uh, his closest opponent also uh, crashed out, it was some sort of saving grace for him. Right. With that, uh, we come to an end of this edition this week of Backyard Spin Podcast. Uh, We will be back with uh, next week. And there are so many exciting things on the cards in in next week. Of course, the next test will uh, start between new zealand and uh, england there are already a lot of uh, uh, off the field things banter uh, happening for the world uh, test championship that is slated uh, later this month uh, then we will head into the you know final weekend for uh, uh, french open roland garros and Whether Nadal is going to win his uh, 10,000th championship or not is something that we'll see. Uh, We are heading into the business end of the playoffs uh, where we already have a great semifinal lineup. And of course, the Euros will start. So a lot of exciting stuff lined up for for the coming week. And we'll be there to recap it in the next episode of the Back at Spin Weekly. Hopefully with a host there. So thank you for listening and uh, see you folks next week.